the ultimate Thank kid you. show on PBS. <laughs> There's probably two other Zooms we can all do a Zoom ad. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the old iPod rival? Uh, Zoom? <laughs> oh, Zoom? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the former, the former uh, Mazda tagline? I was just thinking that, oh, too. Oh, man. And I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet you there's a WNBA team with, with the name yeah. Zoom. I, I was going to say uh, Flash's rival. Second, <laughs> second fastest man alive. Uh, 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 Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Um, there was a song in it that went Zoom, Zoom. You make my heart go boom, boom. <laughs> Is that where that song's from? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love me some the- Xenon. I can't remember the name of the musician that they were obsessed with, but anyway, anyway, uh... <laughs> so screw the intro. This is it. <laughs> Welcome Hello to the Never Games. You've been listening welcome. for two minutes <laughs> yeah. to talk about Zoom. What a way to start the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to season one. Uh, season one, episode one. We're doing it. We're we're keeping score for real. Shit. We have a real scoreboard. Should we just say what the show is and who we are? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that thing. <laughs> yeah. For uh, those of y'all that skipped the uh, the preseason, yes, definitely do. Um, <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Never Games. This is season one, episode one. We are playing for a yet to be decided upon trophy. Uh, my name is Trevor. I am the production manager, the CEO, and the BMO of this podcast. Oh, Bemo. <laughs> Did you say Bemo? Yes. That's kind of the title that I want to go with for everything I do. Uh, business management operator. So, it's a character know. from Adventure Time. Uh, the best <laughs> character from Adventure Time. <laughs> My name is Tom O'Brien, and uh, I, uh, I run this shiz. And uh, you can also refer to me as Finn the Human. <laughs> My name is Connor Provost, and hello, my sweet, tasty little babies. And I, ooh, okay, <laughs> all right, going with that, okay. Uh, That's what I'm going with. All right, and I am your co-co-co-host with the mo-mo-mo-most, Noel McGinnis. And thank you once again for listening as we try to improve your dull, boring, gray lives by adding a dash of color known only as podcasts. What's happening, guys? Not yep, much. That's, uh, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. That is happening. <laughs> okay, so I had a very weird thing happen. So I had a dream the other night. And Good start. Like, yeah, so I know. Dreams are the worst thing to talk about, but I promise you, you want to hear this. <laughs> I had a dream where I had a burrito, and I was walking through a park, and somebody started following me. Jesus and I started Christ. freaking out, and he started coming after me being like oh give me your burrito and i was like no you're not having my burrito and i started trying to run away and he was chasing after me and i turned and i tried to kick him and back in reality i kicked my wall oh no because <laughs> oh, somebody no. was trying to get a burrito from me um, i appreciate <laughs> the fact that like when it comes down to like will i die for this burrito the answer is a resounding yes oh yeah you know there's not much that i would fight for but a solid burrito yeah i'd take a life Baby size burrito. Oh yeah, from uh, enormous. Yeah, from a uh, taqueria and Kenzie. Yeah, uh, taqueria San Juanito. Shout out. <laughs> this is a shout out. Best burritos in the world. 
This now, episode Trevor. of the Never Game is brought to you by our new sponsor. <laughs> Taqueria San Juanito. I lived, so I, we lived like across the street from that when we first uh, were living in Chicago. And then I moved about four miles away. And I would not infrequently bike four miles to go get a burrito from there. <laughs> well, I, uh, I also want to point out that four miles in Chicago terms is a is forever. That's yeah. like, like it was like a half hour long bike ride. Does like space that, time that... stretch out everything over there? What's going on? Yeah, what happens in Chicago? Well, like to get from from to get Wait. from Trevor's apartment where he lived most of the time to our apartment where we lived our first year, you had to take three trains. Ew. <laughs> oh man, I don't like public transit at all. I I don't like the the hopping, and I I also don't like being constrained by the schedule times. Like in Boston, the train stops at like eleven thirty, which is yeah, like the worst fucking service. That's Chicago's terrible. Chicago's transit system was impeccable. It's yeah. by mm. far the best. Like is it twenty four hours? Not twenty four hours, but way later than I ever was awake. It actually was 24 hours. The train that happened to come to our apartment wasn't, but uh, okay. the bus that went down, uh, was it Lawrence? Yeah. Was 24 hours. Um, the blue line is 24 hours. Uh, all the like major roads are 24 hours. Okay, so yeah, if Boston's MBTA was 24 hours, I would probably use it a whole hell of a lot more. Yeah. Like Boston's public transit is probably the worst in the entire country. It's, it's awful. It's dude. it's Bad. despicable. Uh, um, I gotta say the metro system in DC is pretty all right. Doesn't run twenty four hours, but it is generally like on time and stuff yeah. at least. But, and there's not uh, constant like terrible construction and like cars from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Connor, yeah, you, you don't even need that anymore. Oh, that's I right. I do not. Oh, look at the segue I dished out. Wow. Why is that, Connor? I, today I, I made a, a big boy decision and uh, I, I bought myself a brand new vehicle. Hooray. So your, your boy's got some wheels. Uh, What'd you nice get? Shiny go kart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was, it's actually it's a Vespa scooter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want one of those. No, I got a, uh, made fun of, but that sounds like such pretty, a practical vehicle. Except for when winter happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, what I got <laughs> was a uh, 2016 Honda Fit. Oh, you went with uh, the pencil nut. Nice. I went with the pencil yeah. nub, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty dope. It's bright red. I feel like fucking Saint Nick. It's it's great. <laughs> I love it. Did you give it a name yet? I see. People keep asking me that, and I've never been one to name my vehicles. And and what? generally, when people are like, "This is my car. Her name is Jordan." I'm like, "I'm gonna walk." All <laughs> right. Well, well, this no. is a good this is a good time to bring up. Uh, we do we have a Twitter, right, uh, Trevor? Yes, we do. The underscore never underscore games. So if anyone has any uh, op- or, um, nominees for uh, <laughs> Connor's car, just just go on there and, and give a, give us all a little If anybody review. has Connor's car. Yeah, if anybody has my car, because I just bought it like a couple hours ago, and I've already lost it. He would See, like it back, That's please. DC for you. You yeah. own the car yeah. for two hours, it's gone. It uh, doesn't stick around. The entire city so. is just one Hertz parking lot. <laughs> oh yeah, oh hundred percent. You're actually not that far off. <laughs> oh god damn it! Uh, no, what you been up to, bud? Uh oh. Um, I have another episode of Master Angler Watch 2020. Um, I went out last week. Uh, for about four hours, I think. Um, I didn't catch anything, but I would like to give um a shout out to the two uh eight year old boys who 
went up and started fishing uh, not 20 yards from where I was uh, for about 20 minutes, and they caught six fish. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so if I ever see Timmy and Tommy Fisherson out there again, just go fuck off. <laughs> and, that, and that has been this week's episode of Master Angler Watch 2020. Now, I was no. excited for you to say that you had caught something, and then I was going to ask, did you make it fizzy? Did you make the fish fizzy? <laughs> oh, fizzy fish. Oh, God damn it with the fizz, guys. If I have something fizzy, I'll come to you with the fizz, but I am, I'm working my molecular magic over here. I, I want to make it perfect before I sort of uh, broadcast it. <laughs> I think that's, you're just fizzing up water. I think you're lying to us. I don't want to die because I'm trying to fizz up Italian wedding soup over here. <laughs> I want your first thing to actually just be a bottle of soda. Like, so, just, just, just <laughs> add more fizz to it. <laughs> so I, I was actually trying to think of like what I could fizz up uh, last night. And all I had was a, um, a jar of pre-made Bernays sauce and a can of baked beans. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad that there's the no beans. update to the fizz. <laughs> no, but the problem, the problem was if I was going to do it and I would have to give like a whole, you know, a tasting sort of summary of it. And all it was going to be was, hey, this is baked beans, but just fizzy. Like, <laughs> it, I don't think this is going to produce as great podcast material as i was anticipating but if i if i do do it y'all will be the first to know well right. i think what you'd have to do with the baked beans is like strain the actual beans out and then just like fizz up the the bean sauce that's left over the, the bean and juice. then put the beans back in i could do that uh i don't the, recommend since... it though <laughs> I, I, I don't know <laughs> Uh, being you know that the this juice is... that you usually <laughs> just throw away? Yeah, that you <laughs> no, just turn that into something Wait, even worse. Wait, you're throwing away baked bean juice? Oh, baked beans. No, never mind. Sorry, I was thinking of, like, black beans. <laughs> oh, the cocaine. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, we should also probably specify that, like, considering it is season one, episode one, what the hell we're talking about. Because um, is... uh, there's a if chance you that you didn't hear that episode before. Noel got himself a soda stream, and he's going to maybe fizz up some stuff that ain't supposed to be fizzed yeah my main goal is to be uh to be the first purveyor of fizzy new england clam chowder That's... now uh what's the name of that segment noel uh oh uh physically possible yet ethically questionable <laughs> yeah see okay i am actually very confused as to what the fuck you're doing when you're out fishing that you can be there for four hours and not catch anything yeah, in all fairness, uh, this was wow. my... shots fired. <laughs> this was my first time um, not using natural bait, and I got a bunch of different lures, and I was just testing them out. Um, I just don't know how to use them all, and I like I didn't research them ahead of time on purpose just to see which ones were like the miracle lure. And spoiler alert, none of them were. So I have to like <laughs> learn how to use these, and maybe no. also try and go back to live bait. Uh, no, you want to know a trick to what, to fake what, lures? What's going on, Tom? If you get a jar of pre-minced garlic and then just take the juice that's sitting in and let your lures sit in that garlic. And make it fizzy. Yes. Fish fish love garlic. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Make your lures taste like garlic. Okay. That's good to know. That's amazing. Tom's actually an animal rights activist and he hates the idea of fish getting hooks in their mouth. (laughs) He's giving you awful advice. No, I think Tom's just a cooking mastermind and thinking there's no better time to season your fish than when it's still alive. <laughs> you gotta you gotta season 
before before it goes in the pan, yeah. as it goes in the pan, halfway through, at the end, all of it, every possible chance to, to, to add that flavor. While also, it's still alive uh, and living in a oil, reservoir, and some oregano, yeah. and uh, rosemary on that hook, delicious. Where's, where's mm. the white wine and lemon juice? You'll catch a tasty <laughs> fish there. Um, actually, in like the last half hour I was out fishing, I was near some um, wild blueberry bushes, so I just gave it a wi- uh, gave it just a whole wink and a prayer, and I put those on my hooks. Still didn't catch anything. Shocker. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> if you said fish love blueberries in place of fish love garlic, I would have been equally surprised. See, I would have believed blueberries more. Like fish don't have minced garlic. <laughs> Do they regularly have blueberries, though? Well, yeah, there could be like blueberries near the water. <laughs> I don't know. What have you ever encountered aquatic blueberries? <laughs> what have you ever encountered aqu- non-grocery store blueberries? <laughs> oh, you're just not looking hard enough. <laughs> All right, so we are actually despite everything you just heard, a game show yeah. Um, yeah. that that you you yourself, listener, can play at home. All you need is your favorite yellow piece of chalk and a very fresh banana leaf and just to drop down your answers. Um, who's got games? I have a game. I don't know who's game one, though. I think it's you, I, Connor. I think I'm game two this Oh, week. it's me. Yeah. Go fit. Huh. First game. All right, friends. So I've got a special little game here for you uh, this week. Uh, it is called the United States of Franks. That's right, baby. We're talking about hot dogs oh, nice. and okay. different types yeah. of hot dogs and where they come from. This is, is my really? wheelhouse. Oh, boy. Everybody's wheelhouse. We yeah. just all live in the same house full of wheels. It's just a big old house <laughs> of wheels. Just Wheel- <laughs> wheels and wieners. Just spinning around hot dogs. Uh... Putting a wheel on that wiener and just giving it a good old fucking spin. Yep, yep, yep. I love all of this that I'm hearing. Uh, All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, five different locations, uh, and I'm also going to describe five different styles of hot dogs. Uh, You are going to have to tell me which style belongs to which location. I'm not going to reveal the answers between each round. Instead, what I'm going to do uh, is after we've done all five of them, uh, I will tell you each of you how many you have right, and give you the opportunity to switch your answers. Oh, all right. All right. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So it's like mastermind. Right. So yeah. what you want me to do is shout out my answers as quickly <laughs> as possible. Please exactly. do, Tom. Exactly. And Tom, if you uh, can give out any random facts about presidents and their fondness for hot dogs, we would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I really need that information, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find anything like that. I just found recipes. I, I found out about who was suspected to be America's first gay president the other day. God damn it, Tom. And I was going to comment on that, but now I've forgotten who it was. (laughs) That is a different kind of wiener, Tom. It was was Taft. It was Taft. (laughs) It had to have been Taft. Alrighty. Um, So, if you guys want to write these down, these are the uh, potential regions that we're going to be talking about. Uh, You've got Seattle. You've got Philly. You've got L.A., uh, you've got uh, Columbus, Georgia, and you've got Detroit. Does anybody need me, me to repeat those? I got it. Uh, five total, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Alrighty. 
So here is your first description of the Hout Daug. Uh, it is a smallish, mostly beef, uh, but it can be a beef and pork combo wiener. Uh, it's dropped into a steamed bun and drenched in a salty, beanless chili with mustard, <laughs> chopped raw onion, and a big old handful of shredded cheddar cheese. Now, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Until you said cheddar <laughs> cheese, this is exactly the hot dog that my hometown in Pittsfield, Massachusetts is known for. Really? Yes. The only thing that Pittsfield is known for. That's definitely <laughs> the, the, the two things that Pittsfield are known for is this hot dog and Elizabeth Banks. Uh, <laughs> wow! Yeah, wow. That, Elizabeth Banks. No shit. That's a yep. good get. That's a good get. <laughs> um, and the and the uh, the rarely mentions uh, Massachusetts New York border. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Pittsfield, Massachusetts is uh, is not an option here. Can, uh, Connor, can you repeat it one Rats. more time? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a smaller wiener. Uh, you've got a salty beanless chili, some mustard, some chopped raw onion, and a big old handful of shredded cheddar cheese. And we're just naming these hot dogs one through five. Uh, no, you're you're telling me which which city you think it you, you think it's from. Oh, oh, the cities oh, oh, I gave oh, you go, beforehand. Go like, around right, right now. Right now or? Yeah, right now. Let's go around. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that that is a Philly dog. I'm gonna call that a Philly. Okay. Trevor, what you thinking? I don't know why, but I'm feeling Detroit on this one. Okay. Yeah, that's an M&M dog for sure. Uh, no, I disagree. That's uh, Columbus, Georgia. You want to go Georgia? I gotcha. am going to Georgia. Alrighty. Detroit was my second guess. That's the, the name of a state. So we've got, so we've got uh, round one in. There we go. Uh, number two. Number two. Uh, this can either be a frank or a brat. Uh, it is first grilled. It is then split in half and put on a toasted bun. You're then going to cover that in cream cheese, grilled onions, jalapenos, and grilled cabbage. Oh, I know this one. It's a horrible hot dog. Yeah, it sounds terrible. What the... Wait, did you say grilled cabbage? Yeah. I've never heard that phrase before in my life. <laughs> grilled cabbage. Uh, Connor, will you remind me what the, the five regions are? Uh... So what you've got uh, is uh, Georgia, Columbus, Georgia, Seattle, uh, Philadelphia, L.A., and Detroit. All right. I'm going to go with Seattle on this one. Go in Seattle. I'm, I'm doing Seattle, too. I Something about cabbage shouts uh, Columbus, Georgia to me. Wow, that's really weird. No, I mean, no one chose uh, Philadelphia, be, even though it said cream cheese. That yeah. is that is uh that is interesting mm. to me. Yeah. But yeah. answers are locked in, so we're moving forward. Yeah. Alright, now number three is super super weird. Uh this is a uh fifty plus year old recipe. Uh and basically what it is, it uh includes chopped hot dog pieces that are floating around in a bowl of chili with raw onion, pickles, and some oyster crackers. This is also mm. known as the scrambled dog. <laughs> 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 Nothing should be known as the scrambled dog. I'm gonna well, go with Detroit on this one. I'm gonna go with Detroit too. Nah, this is Philly. I'm going Philly. Philly for Trevor. And Detroit for both Noel and Tom. Yeah. Okay. That seems Number like a working man's dog. That's a it's it's crazy. <laughs> I kinda yeah. wanna try it honestly. Yeah, it sounds pretty good actually. Uh, number four. 
so this is an all-beef dog that is sliced down the middle. Uh, and it's then stuffed with cheese whiz and crispy bacon, and then grilled and served on a toasted bun. So it's pre-stuffed with cheese whiz and bacon, and then you grill it up and put it on a bun. Now, that- Connor, are these classics, or are these, like, new era... No, these are these are these are classics. These okay. are like you, you, like the list that I found was like people being like, "This is the hot dog from this place." Okay, I'm gonna say L.A. Then you're gonna go L.A. Yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm gonna go with Georgia on that one. Uh, God, I'm basing this on nothing. Yeah, I don't know it. Y'all seemed so confident before. <laughs> yeah, I've lost that confidence. It's yeah, I, nothing. I, 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 well, I mean, no in all idea. fairness, we um, in Beverly we have this um, small um, car hopping hot dog stands that gets its hot dogs straight from Chicago, and they specialize in Chicago dogs. And I've just been eating those like five times a week. I mean, Chicago dogs so are good. amazing. It, they're Such the a world's hot dog. best hot dog. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, I think, like the, the maybe the second week that we were living in Chicago, Trevor and I, we uh, went to a hot dog festival. Oh, and it was just yeah, like man. 20 vendors, all with their version of a Chicago hot dog. That's amazing. It was great. Oh. Uh, that sounds like heaven. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Seattle on... Go in Seattle. With this cheese whiz stuffed. I like how Trevor said cheesed whiz. Cheesed whiz. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheese whiz. <laughs> this whiz is surely cheesed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh... We got one more dog for you. Uh, this one is known as the Danger Dog. Uh, it is uh, a hot dog, usually an all-beef hot dog. Could be a beef pork combo. But it is wrapped in bacon and then deep-fried. Uh, you toss it into a soft bun and top it with any number of condiments, but the usual is fried onions, mayo, mustard, ketchup, and grilled jalapenos. I'm, I'm 100% going L.A. on this. I have no choice but to vote for Phila. Yeah, uh, I also only have L.A. left, and I really like that. All right. And you said Philly? No? Uh, yes. Alrighty. So, I am looking at your scores here. Uh, Tom and Trevor, you both have two correct. Uh, Noel, you have one correct. Awesome. So, okay. you now have an opportunity to change any one of those answers. All right. Um... The second hot dog was the one with cream cheese? Second hot dog was cream cheese and jalapenos. Alright, I'm switching that to Philly. Switching that to Philly. I'm gonna change number one to Detroit. And number three to Seattle. So, uh, number two you're doing Philly. Number one you're doing Detroit. Yep. And number three I'm gonna say Seattle. Number three, Seattle. Okay. I'm just so amused by Noel's video of him, like, marking off things with a Sharpie <laughs> on a paper, like, a grocery paper bag. Oh, it's just, it's old, it's old fashioned, it's timeless, it's a classic. Uh, all right, Trevor, what are you, uh, what are you thinking? What are you going to switch up? Uh, let's see. I want to move that, uh, cabbage dog to Detroit. The cabbage dog. So that's number two, the, the, the one with cream cheese and, and jalapenos and cabbage? Yes. So you're going to call that which one? Uh, Detroit. Okay. I'm going to then move Venus Chili 
I'll move that to Columbus, Georgia, and I'll, I'll keep it with just that that swap. Okay. And Noel. Um. Oh God, I'm gonna keep my Columbus, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, number two was the cabbage and and, number- and cream cheese, right? Cabbage and cream cheese. Yeah. I'm gonna move that to Philly. Okay. Um, I am going to move. Detroit was the bowl of chili with dogs in it. Uh, that's what you said it was, correct? Oh yeah, sorry. Number three was um uh, the the bowl of chili with dogs in it, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm gonna move that to Seattle. Okay. And then the last one is L.A., and then whatever is left is Detroit, I think, if memory serves. Right. So you're going to say the, the fifth one, uh, the, the danger dog with the deep fried and the bacon, you're going to say that's L.A.? That's L.A., yeah. Okay. And then, out of necessity, you need to change. It's the fourth one, the uh, cheese whiz and bacon. You're going to change that to uh, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So. Oh, boy, let's hear it. Final scores. Uh, Tom, you have two. All Trevor? right. You have one. Ah, damn. Noel, <laughs> you have one. Oh, oh no! <laughs> we're we're whoop, all so, whoop. we are so, all so bad at this. Yet one yeah. of us is slightly better. Uh, so I'll just gi- I'll yeah, just give you real quick the uh, the actual ones. Uh, so number one, uh, the uh, beanless chili chopped raw onion and shredded cheese. Uh, that is Detroit. Ah, okay. Uh, Switch that one away. Number you you did you did. Uh, number two was the uh, grilled cabbage and the cream cheese. Uh, that is Seattle. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> I switched away from that. Uh, one. I switched away from that too, and I was so confident in the first round. Why yeah. were you so confident number... about that? I'm very confused. Uh, there, there's this uh, image. It was like a poster of like 50 different uh, hot dog styles, and that that just got lodged in my memory somehow. <laughs> I but, guess. But but I wasn't I wasn't. <laughs> I <laughs> I wasn't super confident, okay, obviously. Okay. So, uh, number three, your uh, your chili with like hot dog pieces in it. Yep. Uh, that is Columbus, Georgia. No, ah, damn, I was gonna yep. move that there. Uh, number four, your cheese whiz and bacon. That is Philadelphia. And number five, which you all ended up getting right, was the Danger Dog from L.A. Yeah. Yes. Now the only the only reason I knew the Danger Dog from L.A. I have been loving this show on Netflix, The Chef Show. Oh, did they do a danger dog? They did. So, um, the the actual chef, uh, Roy Choi, uh, in one oh. of the new episodes in the new season, uh, they go to his restaurant in L.A., which is all just like super basic food, and one of them is the danger dog. Ah, um, <laughs> that's kind of cool. It's not it's not deep fried, but it's got the bacon, it's got the mustard mayo ketchup, it's got the peppers. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a great show. Um, I awesome. I love that show, and I was actually I was I was kind of afraid to say the name Danger Dog because I thought that might that one of you, you Tom I thought it was, <laughs> well you would just magically so, know what it is. So they didn't they didn't call it a Danger Dog in in the in the episode, but I was like, since there's one from L.A. and they say this is the L.A. hot dog, I was ah. like, I'll know it by the description. Yeah. Okay, uh, there you go. All right, That's guys. Uh, well, uh, awesome. that means uh, Tom is our first winner of our first game. First point of the first season. That was great. Um, I do have to ask, do any of you guys have your own signature hot dog uh, toppers that you guys do? I just uh, cook mine with spaghetti. Eat it all together. Oh, dear God. 
You fucking like heathen. Fucking savage, yeah. Jesus, you're a criminal, Trevor. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's better or worse, but I will sometimes do like hot dog pieces in mac and cheese. It's the same. No, that's so much. That's so much better. Because I'm five years old. Yeah, I, that was actually I was going to plan that for my meal tomorrow. <laughs> I, uh, I one time uh, bought hot dogs and. Uh, when I got home, I discovered that they were hot dogs that were pre-stuffed with Velveeta, which I was not excited to discover that. Like, <laughs> yeah, any any things that you buy that you don't realize are stuffed with Velveeta is going to be a, an utter nightmare. Like, I just uh, my my last big purchase was was my uh, my refurbished computer. If that was stuffed with Velveeta, I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I was going to say, you get home with your rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, there's a lead in here. Shit, wait, uh, guys, I got to go check my car. <laughs> my version, um, I call it the dirty dog, and it is uh, mayonnaise and barbecue, and then I douse it with um, uh, granulated garlic powder, black pepper, and celery powder, and it's so Ooh. good. That sounds nice. That, that sounds really, really good. good. There was a there was a hot dog place uh, a couple blocks away from where Trevor and I lived in Chicago that was called Chubby Wieners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one of the the hot dogs they did was a was a brat with uh, it had bacon, blue cheese, uh, uh, pineapple, and uh, barbecue sauce. Wow. Uh, oh, it was. So good delicious it sounds like it doesn't work like if you list them <laughs> if you list the ingredients off one by one but just imagining the combination i feel like it'd be a masterpiece god i it love won, all of those things yeah it won like food yeah. network's best hot dog in the country like number three holy hell all right so uh, i think we're officially changing this uh podcast to the hot dog show because <laughs> we all seem to have a lot to talk <laughs> yeah. about when it comes to wieners <laughs> wiener uh, weekly Wiener Weekly. <laughs> Wiener Weekly. Uh, Noel, do you have any uh, Wiener-related media minute? I sure don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what a flawless yeah, transition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, um, what have you been uh, watching, listening to? Yeah, I got a couple of headliners. Um but first, some quick nominees. Um, I've been playing a lot more of No Man's Sky lately, and I've realized it's really good in small doses, um, but if you play a good eight or ten hours of it in a day, you're just going to fucking mm. burn yourself out. And it's right. just one of those things where you upgrade something just to upgrade something else, which is... Yeah. I, I like the whole upgrading system, but when it's like 120 sort of potential upgrades to one essential tool, it's just not cool. Um, I do love traveling to different uh, planets and sort of scanning everything and all that stuff, so that's what I've been doing mostly. Um, I have been watching um, the sci-fi original series Warehouse 13, which is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Um, which only means after I'm done with this, I have to watch Eureka. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yep. And if anyone out there is looking for any more uh, shows like that, I highly recommend um, the show The Librarians, which is uh, on Hulu, and it's basically a shot-for-shot ripoff of Warehouse 13. <laughs> <laughs> just, just with more magic. I'll take it. My, my, uh, my experience with 
the librarians was that my mom was watching it at one point, which initially <laughs> yeah. initially indicated to me that it was not a great show. Yeah. That makes uh, a lot of sense. It's it's actually it's it's, it's it's very cheesy, but I I do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I I t- I took it as some a, a bit of a like knockoff, uh, like discount Doctor Who kind of situation. Oh, okay. I I don't know if that really applies because I didn't. Again, I saw like. 15 minutes of a single episode. I've only so. seen a few episodes of Doctor Who, so I, I, I'm not really the, the best judge uh, of that. My um, dad was really excited to watch Doctor Who with me for, like, two episodes. And then at the end of the second episode, they mentioned that he was an alien. And he was like, wait, this guy's <laughs> not just, like, a guy? And I was like, no, he's, a, he's an alien. He's like, yeah. but he looks like a human. He was, I was like, yeah, he's an alien who looks like a human. He was like, that's a rip. This is so stupid. Oh, what the, f- what the fuck? This is bullshit. Margaret, honey, get me a beer. <laughs> Dad, uh, the show came out in the 1950s. They didn't. They weren't that creative with their aliens. <laughs> ah, it's just a dude. He's got two hearts. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to show them to you. No, we're just going to talk about them a little bit. <laughs> just a bunch of styrofoam balls on some popsicle sticks. Um, <laughs> all right, so, yeah, I just wanted to get those out of the way before I mentioned. Um, the first thing I really wanted to focus on was actually a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Ooh. Um. It is done by uh, the lead singer of the National, um, Matt Berninger, and it is called Social Distancing Distortion. And it yeah. has been easily my favorite all-time playlist. Really? Um, he curates it and updates it every week. Uh, you get new things. It is also the most um, diversified playlist I've ever heard. Um, and just to elucidate that fact, I went on to Spotify and just did uh, a quick shuffle. And I'll tell you in order what came up. It was The Strokes, and then Nina Simone, and then Kendrick Lamar, and then The Cowboy Junkies, and then Thelonious Monk with Bad Brains, and then Dolly Parton. <laughs> this, I'm looking at this right mess. now. This is incredible. It dude. is the best playlist I have ever listened to. And it's um, I've been listening to it at work at the restaurant. Um, and it is, it's, so, it's so perfect. You do get those weird sort of... Um, uh, super energetic uh, songs, whether it be Earl Sweatshirt or Ministry or something like yeah. that. But the general uh, vibe of it is is a very chill uh, playlist. There's even a 40, nice. 45 minute long track of just uh, crickets, which <laughs> I skip over all the time <laughs> because because no no one's got time for that. But yeah, yeah fifteen right. minutes in the middle is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll never guess the twist. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's really great. Social social distancing distortion found only on Spotify. Um, and the last thing I wanted to share was I've been watching all of Veronica Mars. Um, oh man, are any of y'all familiar with Veronica Mars? Oh man, no. I uh, in February I went to a talk with the creator of Veronica Mars, who Rob is- Thomas. <laughs> who is friends with uh, my girlfriend's uh, stepdad. No oh. shit. Rob Thomas. Yeah. Not the Matchbox 20 Rob Thomas. A right. different Rob Thomas. He's also currently working on, uh, spoiler, if uh, a network gets mad at us, hmm. he's working on a CW version of The Lost Boys. The wow, show about LA. vampires. Oh. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense because he, um, he created uh, iZombie, which is another one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. iZombie was great. iZombie's uh, amazing. I very much enjoyed it. I, I especially enjoyed like how much they poked fun at the fact that the creator's name is Rob Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything happened at a Rob Thomas concert. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so uh, um, you guys, I think you guys will really dig this too. When uh, apparently uh, Rob Thomas, when he originally pitched 
Lost Boys as uh, a TV show to the CW like three or four years ago. His original premise was that each season would take place at in a different decade, uh, where and in a different sh- uh, location that was the hub of that decade's music scene. Oh. Okay. So, like, there would be one season that took place in the 90s in Seattle during, like, the height of grunge. Mm -hmm. uh, And one that was, like, in Woodstock during the 60s. And, like, every... It was just, like, about these, like, muse... Like, these vampires who didn't age had, like, all the free time and money in the world and, like, spent all of their time at the cultural hubs of music scenes. That sounds awesome. That's that's a great idea. I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah, that's the general reaction that I've got. It got shut down because they'd have to make what? a new set. They'd have to make new sets every single oh, season. Oh, that they makes couldn't, they couldn't reuse any of the. Go to the, Netflix. Right. The that makes settings. kind of sense. So yeah, take that own... to Netflix seriously. Yeah, really. CW is not the network to. I, honestly, I, nah, uh, I'm not going to go into my <laughs> the CW. <laughs> um, so my whole mission um, was trying to figure out how much crazy shit happens in Veronica Mars's life. Um, <laughs> And I started with season one, obviously, because that shit is just straight up cuckoo bananas. But then after season one, it gets a little bit dark, and I'd prefer not to make fun of that. So I'm just going to focus on the crazy shit that happens in season Hold one. Uh, I uh, have no there... idea what Veronica yes. Mars is. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot to talk about what it is. <laughs> so Veronica, Mar- <laughs> Veronica Mars, uh, season one, it starts off when she is a junior in high school. And she is um, the daughter of a of the city's former sheriff, now private eye investigator, um, played by probably my favorite uh, TV actor, Enrico Colantani, um, who is like the most wholesome person in the history of mankind. And all it is is the students come to Veronica Mars saying, hey, you know, someone's taking weird pictures of me when I'm making out with a quarterback, figure out who this person is. <laughs> Okay. Um, so it's just it. It is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? If San, if the world was a high school, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 where was what? What? Um, also, it's Kristen Bell, and she's oh, oh yeah, it stars right. Kristen Bell. Jesus yeah, Christ! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to lead. say that. Yeah, like. it, it's it's it stars Kristen Bell. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna go over uh, five of the craziest things that happened in season one and. Bear in mind, she's still a junior in high school. One of her classmates is the leader of a super powerful biker gang. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone gets caught um, trying to smuggle steroids in a pinata across the Mexican border. (laughs) Yep. Uh, The town's deputy sheriff is Veronica's date to a high school dance, and then they start dating. She's 17. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In one one episode, there was an undercover FBI agent infiltrating the high school to get research in a potential terrorist. Veronica is then recruited to spy on him to find a weapons cache. Turns out it's just a collection of samurai swords. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one is Veronica has her best friends plant a bug in the CEO's office of a massive tech company responsible for inventing Wi-Fi. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's an awesome show. I, I recommend uh, any of you to watch it. Um, there are four seasons. 
So um, I think I think there's four seasons and then a movie and then a fifth season on Hulu. Uh, right. There was there was that reboot. Yeah. Right? So the reboot is the fourth season. So uh, there's ten episodes in that th- uh, fourth season reboot and then uh, three. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, three episodes of the original of 25-ish episodes apiece. And I still haven't seen the movie yet. I don't even know where to get the movie. But every, everything else is on Hulu. It was really interesting um, hearing Rob Thomas talk about like doing the Hulu thing. And he was like, yeah, I was super excited to bring this character back to a TV show. But turns out Hulu was probably like a really complicated way to do it. Because when I first made this TV show, it was aired on cable and you had to wait a week to solve the like the like for there to be advancement in the big plot <laughs> yeah i think right. it was but on then, i think it was on like wb56 before it got shitty and turned to cw i'm yeah. pretty sure <laughs> and and then but that people just like binged yeah the the new season and he was like well there was no suspense in the, yeah, like, the, the season long yeah. arc the new season is insane um not not to spoil anything, but it revolves around a series of um, bombings that are just the most creative. Like every every bombing is different and attacks different people, and a bunch of people die because this town is just a nightmare to live in. <laughs> the worst um, town in America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, there's so many crimes. Like <laughs> for as for as wacky like as the first season crimes. is. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a very like intense, deep, dark. Oh my! Like, yeah, and, crime and, show. And that's the whole reason. Um, uh, the second season, I think, revolves around. No, the third season, when she goes to college, revolves around like a strain of like serial rapings. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this, this turned like a huge and powerful turn turn to the dark side. Like, there's <laughs> there's no way I really wanted to you know joke about any of that so that's why i kind of kept it to the first season when everything was like <laughs> ha ha biker gang is my friend sort of thing biker Good gang. Call. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it does get supremely dark like even the second season uh the the season theme is there is a bus full of kids that just careened off of a cliff what who's responsible for it yeah like <laughs> it's it's nuts never live in that town Please, no one, no one. If anyone don't go li- there. If anyone lives in Neptune, California, don't, don't move. You got to get out. <laughs> and that has been my multimedia minute. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back with uh, direct sale disasters. John's Newfoundland in Canada. Um, I, I modeled it after the perfect weather scenario for me, and it's only like 80, 80 degrees two times in August, and then everything else is like <laughs> high of sixty, low. Oh of my like, god, low of fifteen. Why? That sounds amazing. That sounds I, so good. <laughs> yeah, that, I, sounds, that sounds so. so good. I can't wait. How cold does it get? What's like 
Um, the lows and like the average winter temperature. I can get back to you if you guys talk about something else for thirty seconds. <laughs> I see. I fucking I love the cold. Uh, I can't like summer, especially since I moved down to DC. Like summer down here is brutal. Like for the past yeah. like two and yeah. a half weeks, it's been like the heat index has been like a hundred and five degrees. What made you move down there, uh, Connor? Uh, I got kidnapped by my sister. That awesome. is actually that is actually a true story. Uh, like I, uh, <laughs> so all your stuff is still in Massachusetts. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> haven't got a chance to get back. Right, but I have a car now, so I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, so basically the the long and short of it was that like I lost my job, uh, I totaled my car, and I had to put my dog down in the space of like two weeks. Oh my god. Oh, god. Yeah, and uh, so I was in like kind of a shitty place so my sister literally drove up to massachusetts and was like you're coming back with me tonight and we went back to dc and i stayed there for a week and then i just never left so oh wow all right so um let's see the average temperatures a a uh, very dramatic shift in conversation (laughs) right (laughs) yeah who wants to talk about the weather now (laughs) well hey man you asked (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, the average low in February is about 22 degrees, um, and the average high is about 61 degrees, and the highest temperature ever recorded in St. John's, Newfoundland was 93 in August 14th, 1876. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you, I have had three 95-plus days in Massachusetts just in the past week alone. Yeah. So I can't wait to get the fuck out. Yeah. And, I, and, and be cold. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Hey, you. If you want to come, Connor, I, be my I, be my guest. I, I might I might do that. I might join yeah. you. On that. Sounds awesome. And welcome back to the Never Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump right into direct sale disasters. my favorite game i'm so excited to be running it this week you guys i I don't know if i've told you this but uh i'm in the i'm in the process of writing a a graphic novel and uh it's about knives yeah i'm uh i'm doing a book about uh, knife care how to use a knife how to identify parts of a knife how to pick the right knife so i figured why not make knives the theme of this week's direct sales disasters oh i love it so when you say graphic novel you really just mean manual (laughs) Well, no, because it's all comics. <laughs> okay. Okay. But a, <laughs> done, uh, it's, it's, a, it sounds a like com- an instruction manual. A, a comic <laughs> Pretty manual. Much, but, yeah, it's it's not funny. It's not uh, it's not particularly entertaining, but it is all comics. I did <laughs> love how you. I, I do love how you led with the fact that it's a graphic novel. Yeah, I mean, like it's I thought, like... I thought the knives were characters. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do quite a bit of nonfiction graphic novels. Yeah, uh, I, I, I actually I, uh, have two um two of the ones that you did I think on uh, whiskey and gin. Oh uh, yeah, the two oh, wow. short ones. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they're I great. That I, I really enjoy. Huh. I did a graphic novel about the history of liquor, the five most popular liquors in the world. One wow. of the chapters was whiskey and one was gin. That's pretty I dope. Would like to, I would like to read those. Yeah, definitely. All right, I will. Uh, I'll hit you up. Give, uh, give a link um, towards the end for like plugs and all that, and then uh, do a yeah. link on our on the website. Okay. Yeah. 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 
Word. I can do that. Uh, but about these knives, though. Yeah, what's yeah. up with these so, sh sharp, edgy things? So, I yeah, sold so knives I... for a minute, so I uh, might have an advantage here. I'm pretty excited. All right. Yeah, well, to be fair, Trevor sold knives for a minute, so I don't think he has much of an advantage. <laughs> One whole minute. I've been yeah. selling knives for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going uh, traditionally uh, in order from lowest price to highest price. Um, and these are all knives that I found on Etsy. So uh, okay. get ready for them, those, those unique deals. Handcrafted knives. Yeah, this first one is monogram knife, custom knife, pocket knife, hunting knife, personalized <laughs> knife, engraved knives, folding knife, pocket knife, wrench knife. <laughs> Wait, so it's all of them? Uh, well, I think it was like, you know, they, they titled it this so that no matter what you searched for, you would come up with it. Okay, okay. But it, it is a, a standard single-bladed pocket knife, folds out, but it folds out from a wrench so it's got a closed and an opened wrench loop at either end and from the middle folds out a knife i'm gonna go ahead and post uh image link for you guys yeah i'm confused as to uh, how this folds out from the middle i honestly don't care i i want to buy one already yeah i'm i'm <laughs> super intrigued by this oh it looks awesome <laughs> and it's still <laughs> a functioning wrench yeah wow, okay. so they're this this seller uh, has one thousand seven hundred and seventy six reviews and is considered a five star seller. It is handmade, and it has a section how to order. Add this item to your cart. Put the exact name or initials you would like in the note to seller section at checkout. Please note: the longer the name, the smaller the letters will be. <laughs> so uh, okay, it just. To describe this a little, the knife is like within the handle of it, and it flips out to sort of block off the the open part of the wrench. So, yeah. like the, you picture, uh, probably a, a standard wrench, like three eighths inch wrench, and just uh, a couple inches short of the um, the open portion of the wrench uh, is a pivot, and uh, you can swing a knife out, which is a pretty standard like fisherman's pocket knife, single blade. No, that Swiss Army like fanciness. I'd also like to like to just draw a little attention to his little like watermark and logo that he has here. He's calling himself Knives Remembered. And yeah, he's got a pretty <laughs> professional-looking logo. Knives Remembered for where you want to capture that masterpiece. In Make hardware. your knives special. Huh. Yeah. So um, this is some professional, pro professional stuff. Yeah. What it actually looks like to me is that it's two standard wrenches of the same size. That, that he's drilled yeah. a hole holes through to it, like screw them in place. It does look pretty Spamaged thick. Them. Yeah, um, I I do love the three edges on the blade, um, mm. where it's not really much of a flat blade, but it, it does go out probably maybe ha about half a millimeter. Um, I don't know to the sides and then goes back in uh, to form the knife. Yeah. Now back in my high school days, uh, my friends and I would often go to Hampton Beach. Oh yeah, uh, and every yeah. every summer we would go to Hampton Beach, and there was this one vendor on the boardwalk that we would always go to, uh, uh, that sold knives, just ridiculous knives, like all manner of like big old claw-looking things, yeah. and like they'd always have like replica stuff from like Lord of the Rings and just crazy crazy shit like that. Um, I never, unfortunately, got unfortunately I never got to buy a knife because my parents didn't let me. 
but <laughs> their parents were cool. This is the the LeBlancs, and they let them buy knives all the time from the time they were like <laughs> nine years old until they got tired of buying knives, essentially. You see, uh, the only story I have with Hampton Beach is Trevor. Uh, I went up there with Trevor one time um, and his family and like a third family, I'm pretty sure. And the only exciting thing that happened was Trevor wanted to buy a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and then that that's oh, that's God. that's my story. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my story. story. Yeah. I think, okay. we never made it to I the think beach. I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hampton. I hate Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> it has a I'd it has a special it. place in my it heart. Up. It was so it was so much fun. It's well, like, I mean it's trash. It's the, but it's the right. Jersey Shore of New Hampshire. Right. Yeah. I mean, it also has a special place in my stomach because it is infested with E. coli at all. Times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Anyway, yeah. All right. This wrench knife. Guess what? Give me a guess at how much this knife wrench costs. Are you going from cheapest to most expensive? I am. Okay. Okay. Oh wow! This is the cheapest. This is the cheapest knife. Jesus! What's your be last prepared one like? to be shocked? It's going to be a Bugatti next. <laughs> okay, I think um, I, I think I've got a pretty good number on this. What you got? I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna go with thirty five dollars. Okay. I was actually thinking like sixty five. Fuck! I was thinking one hundred and fifty. My number might not be that good. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in sixty five. I'm I'm locking in one hundred and fifty. I'm I'm liking the um the very uh, sporadicness of our numbers right now. Yeah, this could, I, I this could be anywhere. Yeah. Trevor, you're gonna stick with thirty-five. I am. Yeah. Uh, all right. The 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 going price of this is nineteen ninety-five. So Trevor. Wow. Are you serious? It looks yeah. like it's it mass-produced. That's like, a steal and a half right there. I mean, I'm my, sure it my is. My guess that if, if this is it, it is listed. I think as handmade. Let me double check. Yeah, handmade. Oh, but wow. I think it's probably a mass-produced knife that got taken apart. And two mass-produced not uh, wrenches that had just holes drilled in. It, it was just the finish okay. of to that like... of that sleek dark gray right. that just that yeah. really got it for me. But it See, still I... it looks good. Plus, he's going to be like monogramming it and stuff. I don't. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it's a point for Trevor. <laughs> yeah, one point for Trevor. There you go. All right. So next, this next one, this is some some real Florida shit here. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> This is an alligator jawbone knife. Yeah, full, small, full of meth. Yeah, uh, it's Florida. Handmade. Send that all over to y'all. Wow, that's like far, that's like Far Cry Primal shit right there. Yeah, it is. That's really oh cool. my god. That's kind of cool. Yeah, fuck that other knife. I want this. Knife. <laughs> I like that you can see like where the. Wait, no. Yeah, you can yeah. see where the teeth are. This is a jawbone, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like half That's a jawbone. So cool. And it's it's, ha it's half a jawbone um, that has been whittled down with the teeth removed to uh, to come to a point. I don't know if it actually has a cutting edge on it, based on the pictures. Yeah, um, it looks, it looks like more like a. Yeah, yeah, like yeah a you could stab the shit out of something with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This looks like um, uh, for, those, pokey, uh, not a for those of you listening at home. <laughs> this looks like if your uh, caveman neighbor 
was really pissing you off by playing those um, those bone xylophones. You took one of them off and they sharpened them up to stab them. That's what it looks like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does. It does say interestingly enough in the description, uh, they come in three sizes and are not sharp. Uh, <laughs> What's the use? But they're pointy. That's right. a, there's a difference. Well, it just means you have to exert a lot more force to get it <laughs> yeah. to work. Um, it also specifies that American alligators in the wild are protected under U.S. Endangered Species Act. All of our <laughs> alligator products come from ranches and are not taken from the wild. So, which I guess you can do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that makes it better. Uh, fun fact: that's the exact same thing uh, with uh, kangaroos in Australia. It is illegal to hunt wild kangaroos, yet you can hunt them on uh, preserved grounds. There's also so many of them that uh, some grocery stores sell kangaroo meat like we sell beef. Yeah, I, I actually, my sister went to Australia and survived and then came back and um, she gave me some kangaroo jerky, which was... I have also had kangaroo jerky. Yeah, it was it was fine. Any it's, good? It was, I mean, it's just it was jerky. Fine. Yeah, it was a little gamey, but it was fine. Yeah. I, uh, did, this isn't related at all, but I had uh, <laughs> buff, uh, a buffalo hamburger one time. Ooh. <laughs> In, uh, in Yellowstone some... National Park. Buffalo is pretty good. Do love yeah. me some bison burgers. Yeah. Um, but what I don't know about is this gator jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more than 20 bucks. More expensive. Yeah. I'm going to say 75 I wasn't going to go that high. I'm going to think 40 oh. I'm still going to say 75 I was floating around, right around 40 also. I'm going to say 45 Oh, you dick. <laughs> All right. You guys locking those in? Yeah, locked Lock in. Locking in. Yes. Uh, this is this is the smallest price increase I feel like oh, in di direct sales oh, disastrous history. Fucking twenty three ninety nine. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> actually, lucked, my, into uh, a, lucked into a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, might get one of those. That's that's kind of a good deal too. I I like how you guys were all way over for the night the first knife, and then you were just all way over again. Yeah. <laughs> Stop finding these cheap ass knives, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> all right, let's let's get into this fucking can... the bedazzled shit. All right, let's let's talk about something. This Diamond is this is some cool it. shit. Let's go. We're go we're sticking on the tooth uh tooth train here. Is it uh, a Super Bowl jeweled knife? No, it is a shark tooth short sword. Ooh, uh, wow! Liamano, which is a uh, a Samoan. Traditional. Whoa! Tom, uh, where, are you, where are you fucking finding these, dude? Uh, it's a, uh, it's a Minoan, uh, club with, um, with shark teeth embedded into it. It's yeah. basically a manual chainsaw. This is <laughs> yeah. incredible. Yeah. This okay, is, uh, so, so remember how I said, fuck the, fuck the wrench, I want the alligator? <laughs> fuck the alligator, I want the shark. So uh, this is uh, the this shop only has one review, uh, but it is a five star review. It killed that everything in my path. That review is uh, for a different product. Uh, top quality craftsmanship. I feel like it could go into indigenous battle with this machetiloki, which is a Mesoamerican weapon made from a wooden club and several embedded obsidian blades, mm. uh, and a turret. Uh, turtle shell camille, which is a, uh, a Mesoamerican small shield. Um, wow. And the materials that are listed that this is made from are hardwood, hide glue, shark teeth, 
traditional pen, paint, hemp cord, blood, sweat, and tears. I, I bet. <laughs> I want this. Yeah, uh, Tom, after you um, uh, give us the answer, can you post a link to the um, the, the store? Yeah, I can definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be nice. I'm, I'm this noticed. is uh, handmade and a rare find. There's only one left in stock. So oh, fuck you, Connor. I'm getting this one. No, dude, I want it. <laughs> Wait, don't you even... Can this be our trophy? Yeah, I was going to say, is the this trophy. Is a great trophy. <laughs> this is 100% the trophy. Uh, I'm looking at this picture. He's got this weird little tent in the background, and I want to know what, what's going on in this man's life. Yeah, it, it looks like oh, a doghouse almost. Uh, right. I, th I thought it was one of those those clay ovens. Oh, it could oh that'd be, be cool. Uh, I'm, I'm just does... more I'm more concerned about this... Um, the beginning to just a nightmare of a tattoo. Yeah, I was looking at that too. Oh, it looks yeah. like it looks like a bear's head that takes up his entire forearm. I'm just worried it's <laughs> gonna be like Cthulhu. <laughs> uh it's the it's the dark mark. Yeah. <laughs> From Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh okay. Alright, so this has got to this this has gotta be like some amount of money. There there is a price jump here. It's not it's no longer okay. a five dollar difference between I'm gonna say 125. Ah, fuck you! I was gonna say that. Uh, you can you can say it too. It's okay. No, no, I can't. <laughs> sure, but you can. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, fuck, fuck me then. No, no, not that the price is wrong. <laughs> <Okay>. Just that, <laughs> like, <laughs> not how competitive games work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go 150. Oh, I'm gonna go 99, 99 dollars. All right, so uh, the actual price of this is a hundred and ten dollars. Oh, fuck! Dang it! Wait, no, that means um, I win. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> I Trevor, thought Noel Trevor said, uh, is eleven dollars away, and Noel's is fifteen dollars away. So Trevor's getting the point oh, on that one. I thought Noel man. said one twenty, and I was like, "Wow, oh, fuck!" I bumped it down by a dollar, and I ended up losing. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But no, you got it. Two you got it. You, sn you snipe that away. All right. Um, this uh, this next one is a Damascus steel and meteorite, 16th century European rapier, a medieval oh. sword, Damascus sword, Damascus Renaissance sword, French sword, handmade sword. Two point eight billion dollars. So I'm gonna upload. I'm gonna send you guys two pictures: one of the wow. uh, the the whole sword, and one of just the hilt. Yeah. Um, because the uh, the craftsmanship on the hilt, I think, is pretty impressive. Right. It comes with its own leather uh, case. Jeez. Fuck this the shark! I want the meteorite. <laughs> yeah, so fuck, yeah. Fuck the shark! The shark's dumb. So it says it's uh it is made from at least partially. From meteorite, uh, it is handmade, uh, rare find, only one left. Um, the shop has seven reviews, coming to a total of four stars. Uh, my personal favorite review was uh, a five-star review from someone who the only comment was "cool," but the handle jiggles a bit. No. <laughs> Let's hope they hope they tightened up them handles since they got that comment. Can't be having uh, jiggly handles on your meteorite. Right no nah, man, you gotta make that tight. Right. right. Um, so this is this is recently made, uh, and I will also say that the uh, the name of the seller 
uh, is based off of a recently published D&D adventure. <laughs> That's excellent. Of course it is also. <laughs> right. Can, can you disclose that? There? Can you disclose that name or uh, I, I guess I can. Uh, Ravenloft, which is uh, I forget which uh, which what the name of the actual uh, adventure is, but uh, uh, just a house full of birds. It's a it's a vampire <laughs> adventure. Okay. Look at the look at the like the 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 grain, so to speak, on, on the blade. Yeah, like, this is oh the yeah, cla- really the classic cool the classic Damascus style. Yeah, that right. is Damascus steel. It's a hardened layered steel, very similar to how. Uh, like samurai swords were made. Now, I I went last time I went to the Ren Fair. Um, someone was selling a Damascus style blade, and me on my fucking high horse. I was saying, hey, you, it's like champagne. You can't be making a blade called Damascus if you're not in Damascus. Is that not true? That is not true. Did I just yell at someone for no reason at a Ren Fair? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, I did that more than once. I was also very high on edibles. and. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was also the most normal interaction that that person had at that Ren Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably gave him a breath of fresh air. Uh, yeah, so D- Damascus, for, for those of you who are interested, is a uh, knife-making style that is commonly made all over the world um apparently makes, it makes very hard steel um and generally damascus uh is not the most that pattern isn't naturally visible uh there's additional chemicals that they add in to mm. make the layering uh, oh, more visible huh. uh one little fun factoid about just the word damascus uh in leicester massachusetts or just outside of leicester massachusetts which is where i grew up uh, there was a small dirt road uh, that was labeled uh, with a janky wooden sign as the road to Damascus. And the story there is that uh, it's basically this dude's driveway, but it was long enough and wide enough that it could be considered a road. And they were like, only you live on this road, so just name it whatever the hell you want. And he called oh, it the road to Damascus. That's, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Awesome. So, that's great. So that, there's my story about that. But about this blade, though. Yeah. What was the last blade? 110. Uh, 110. 150. Oh, I think it's... Oh. 2.8 billion dollars. <laughs> you want me to switch that to 2.8B? One, 150. 150. I'm definitely thinking higher than that. Yeah. Oh, um, fuck, guys. Fine, 185. That's it. I'm done. Two twenty-five. Ah, see, guys, this is a. Uh, I want to remind you: handmade sword made out of a meteorite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> fu- fuck it. I no. I was originally thinking like four hundred something. I I. I I'm two, just gonna say four. I'm gonna say four hundred. Two point eight dollars. Two point eight billion dollars. <laughs> you sticking one one eighty-five and all. <laughs> <laughs> No, eight fifty. Eight fifty. And that—that's—that's that's it. I am muting myself and taking myself out of the Zoom call. That Wait. is it. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm changing my answer. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bidding war now. Yeah. Ten sixty-six. Ten sixty. Oh God damn it! <laughs> oh. Fucking Hastings, motherfucker! God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I, 
have a good feeling this time, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trust me, it'll work. It'll work. Okay, uh, so we get 1066 and what, 800, you said, Noel? 850. 850? Yep. Uh, I'm thinking lower than that. I'll go 700. Oh, damn. Retail value of this is 775, hey. which means that Trevor and Noel tie <laughs> at each $75 off. <laughs> I don't think it really matters just because Trevor has such a formidable lead, yeah. but that is our yeah. first, that's our first tie. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's something. If you had gone 701, Trevor, you, you oh. had it. <laughs> Guys, the Battle of Hastings has always failed me. It's just <laughs> never gonna it's never gonna work out. Keep trying. Alright. But it might this, this time, uh, because it has to be more than it has to be more than seven hundred. Yes. Uh, so, uh, this is my, this is my last knife for you guys. Um, this is a Whitney Sterling Silver Paper Knife, uh, number 6217. Uh, a finest Art Nouveau piece, nude, 17 and 3 quarters inches. Um, you said so many words. (laughs) So, essentially, it's a butter knife, like a, with a, with a naked lady handle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give you a, a close-up of that naked lady handle. And, and I just want to uh, remind remind the listeners out there, what was the last price? The last price was $775. Okay, now this is bullshit, And that was dude. made out of a meteorite. Yeah, this yes. better be made out of a fucking naked lady. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, what? Whoa, dude. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, okay. I'm sorry. So, so this one is listed as vintage, rare find, only one left. The shop has 67 reviews, totaling five stars. Uh, there is a five-star review that says, gorgeous, uh, and definitely <laughs> a fantastic investment. A steal at this price. Thank you so much. Uh, it is made of solid, solid sterling silver, uh, Art Nouveau style, circa 1900, from... Whitting Manufacturing Company. Um, yeah, and it's a seven and three quarters inch uh, knife with a three D partially nude woman draped in fabric for a handle. Um, is there anything you're not telling us that's more than eight hundred dollars, yeah. or is it just just that? I'm kind of confused. Is this handcrafted? Is this old? Uh, I mean, it's from it's from nineteen hundred. It's one hundred and twenty okay. years old. I mean that's not super old, yeah. right? Right. Um, that's in good shape. It, uh, yeah, it's it's also solid silver. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not it's not gold. Um. But yeah, uh, I, I picked this one in part because I also thought that the price was a little high. Two point uh, eight. No. Um. <laughs> uh. Fifteen eighty eight. The Spanish Armada. Okay, I'm going 1066. God, I knew if I didn't say it, someone would. I gotta. It, this is the one. I'm feeling it. I, I was gonna. I was gonna, but I wanted to just to switch it up to something else. So I went with Spanish Armada this time. The only got, the only um, year date past uh, that's before 1700 that I really know is 1492. So I'm gonna say that. 
All right. You guys ready to find out how much this knife is selling for? I us? swear oh, to no, God. No, absolutely uh, not. That's a that's a sign that whoever gets the highest. <laughs> Spanish Armada. <laughs> two yeah. two point eight billion dollars. <laughs> uh, Connor is still the closest. Twelve thousand five hundred fifty dollars. Why? That is out, That is that is simply outrageous. Okay. Yeah, I can't figure it out either. Okay, a couple questions. Number Go for it. Number A. Wh why? Number <laughs> B. How many of these knives does he have to just create a constant listing? N number uh. C. Wh why? <laughs> so, it says that he only has one. Or that the seller only has one. I don't know how many. Uh, like well, No, but you, you said know. with uh, there are reviews on this uh, product, right? Reviews on the uh, on the seller on the seller, oh, not the product itself. Oh, um, okay. So I'm not sure if they had a second one that this review was on or what. Of but... course not. Why would why would anyone buy one, let alone well, it's two? Solid silver, I guess. I don't know. Still, uh, ah. I mean, right. you know, s solid sterling silver like could be worth that much. Like I don't know how heavy. Yeah. It is. Right. So so if, if anyone's bad with money out there, I just want to um, uh, give the what twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Twelve thousand five hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, twelve and a half thousand dollars uh uh frame of reference. That was half of my college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean I dropped out after three years, but still that's, hey, that's half <laughs> that's half of college. That is the car that I just bought today. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for another point of reference, you could buy one hundred and thirteen Shark tooth short swords, <laughs> which we should, which yeah. is which is now the new trophy. A hundred thirteen shark tooth swords. Um, Connor, I do have to ask you, what the hell were you doing buying a pencil numb car when you could have bought two naked lady knives? I don't know. Oh no, one one, one, one naked, one naked yeah lady one li naked lady knife. Well, I can't fit my guitar in a naked lady knife. Well, and it can't take me to band practice. <laughs> have you have you ever had a naked lady knife to try? No, this is some some Johnny Tremaine bullshit happening. Here. <laughs> I don't, I'm not happy about po this. Post injury, because you know those prices would have skyrocketed after oh, this yeah. man got all fucked up. Oh yeah, fucking Johnny <laughs> rookie. Well, so uh, uh, Trevor is the winner with three points. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, Connor respectable too. Uh, that uh, could have been a tie if uh, if Noel had gone one dollar lower. <laughs> you win some and you lose some. Well, well done, Trevor. Thank you, Bra Thank bravo, you. sir. I'm proud of me. Uh, and that actually brings it to my game. Uh, oh, you got a game for us, Trevor? Yay. I do have a game. So my game is called Sexy Lamp, Bechdel, or Better. Okay. Uh, you might have heard of it. The the Bechdel test is a test that movies go through to see if uh, they have three criteria. So the test has three criteria. One, that there are two women in the movie who both have names. Two, they say words to each other. And three, those words are not about a man. That's the Bechdel test. Based on Alison Bechdel's comic, Dykes to Watch Out For. Yes, from 85, 
I think. I forget. She's she's, she's cool. Yeah. Right. So uh, okay. Thanks. She <laughs> did not know the that. origin, so I'm glad to know that. So I the, love uh, she's got, I, she's I lo- got the dopest red sneakers. I will tell you that too. <laughs> I also do love how uh, Tom gave everyone else uh, the week off in creating all of the games and segments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware that uh, Tom might have a slight advantage on this one <laughs> since his partner is currently studying uh, gender in media. Is that right? Uh, specifically comics. In comics. Okay. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, I have a well, master's degree in comics, so yeah. like, I don't... <laughs> so Trevor, this, you should, this have, you should have done comics. it on the... You should have done it on the perfect albums rated by Pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> I would have known one. <laughs> Tom, Tom never would have gotten any of them. Next week. We'll, we'll <laughs> pitch it against him next week. But we'll for this game... We'll re-pitch the Pitchfork. Uh, so the Bechdel test actually spawned a few other similar tests uh one of them is called the sexy lamppost test which basically means can you take the female character replace them with a sexy lamp and the story (laughs) still works (laughs) okay i I have actually heard of that so that's funny so i'm i have five movies here and i'm gonna need you to tell me whether they are sexy lamp bechdel or better uh so basically at what point do they fail if they okay. fail the sexy lamp, you say sexy lamp. If they fail the Bechdel, you say Bechdel. Or if it's better than that, you say better. And and Bechdel is two female characters with a name talking about a guy. Talking about not, anything not, other not than about a guy. Not talk, okay, okay, okay. The one example that I saw is you could have two women, topless, walking through Central Park, talking about how much they love Hooters, and it passes the Bechdel test. It's a very low bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a very, very low bar. And I think like 50% of movies nominated for an Emmy in like 2010 did not pass. So I have five movies here uh, and we can uh, just jump right in. Uh, first all one. Right. I is, watch a lot of movies, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. I think I think all of you have a shot to win this one. But let's get started. First movie sure. is 500 Days of Summer. I love that movie. Uh, I've, I've never seen it. Uh, it's Zoe Deschanel. Um, Zoe Deschanel yeah. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, um, uh, actually, right. the, uh, the, um, the, the main uh, star of Bones, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, my God. <laughs> look at these bones. That. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a wind chime, you guys. <laughs> Wait. That, this um, is, these are from a person? No. So I, I'm going to jump right in here. That does not pass the Bechdel test. Uh, I can't think of another. Well, no, there is another female character that has a name, but they never speak in the, in the movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this one because I want to say Bechdel because I don't think it's a sexy lamppost uh, movie, but uh, I can't think of it meeting the criteria for Bechdel. But I'm going to say Bechdel. All right, Noel, what's your, what's your guess here? I, I, I've never seen it, so I'm just kind of rolling the dice. Um, just judging by what y'all said, I'm going to say better. So, just to be clear, we're guessing what it doesn't like. If yeah, it doesn't at what pass point the Bechtel, it fails. Or if it doesn't, at one point it fails, yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah, it, it fails the Bechtel test. Okay. Oh. Yeah, wait. So then what's better? 
better means that it passes the Bechdel test and the sexy lamp test. Oh, I thought it fa- that meant it failed both. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, <laughs> what do you think is a better movie? Like, <laughs> no female characters. No one talks to each other. <laughs> the movie Honestly, I've n- on Netflix. I've, Don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I've never. <laughs> the Lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, sexy lampist. Okay, uh, so this one it it fails at the Bechdel test. So that's a point to Tom and Connor. Yeah, the only other the only other uh, woman character in in the in in that movie is his younger sister, uh, and she yeah. only speaks to one person throughout the movie, and that's him. <laughs> yeah, I saw. It really, was on, that's uh, it. Damn. Yeah, yeah and that's uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, okay. Oh. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage for not seeing the movie. Yeah, I don't know about it. probably doesn't help. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, next one we have La La Land. Oh God oh. damn! And I have I haven't seen that one either. Trevor, what the fuck are you doing to me? Dude? <laughs> Come on, dog. Uh, La La Land, I think is better. I've seen it once and I can't re- I can't really re- remember. Uh, Does anyone have a three sided coin I can just fucking flip? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do, but it's upstairs. So, uh, can I get the description? For sexy lamppost means that uh, the, the the main female character uh, can be I replaced with a sexy so. lamppost. Let me let me see if I can. Or just oh, any yeah. female character. And I think does like the test... a main female character. And if it means that the sexy light light post fails, it means that it can be replaced. Like the character can be replaced by. Uh, yes. Correct. Yeah. I I can really only think of Emma Stone's character, and maybe she did have conversations with like other women throughout the movie, but I feel like they probably were centered around Ryan Gosling's character. I want to say Bechdel again, because I know that she she's a fully fleshed character. She, she it's not the light the the light post one. I don't know. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bechdel again. All right, and Noel, what's your what's your guess? Um, I just know that because of La La Land, it's probably a musical, so there are a bunch of people dancing, and half of those have to be women. So I'm going to say um, none none of that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Connor said Bechdel. I'll, I'll go with Bechdel. <laughs> I don't listen to everything I say. I don't know. I've never seen these movies. I have no basis of judgments. Okay, well, you you got lucky on this one, Noel. It is it is Bechdel. It does not pass. There are other female characters. They do talk, but they are not named. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Uh, Wait, I was thinking that some people that she worked at the coffee shop with were named, but yeah. Uh, I just didn't have any other characters that like any other female characters that stuck out, or any characters in general that stuck out aside from just the two of them. Mm. I don't even think those two characters stick out in that movie. (laughs) <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> Trevor, did, can, I did not care for Lala. <laughs> apparently. Can you um? Can you name a, a movie I have heard of, like Independence Day? <laughs> that does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. It does totally it? does. The the, the Will um, Smith's wife and the and the first lady. And the president's uh, oh, right. first, first, Yeah. See, you gave it away already. Now try pick another movie like uh, uh. The Room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, actually, up next we have uh, the movie Superman: Man of Steel. Oh. 
what was that one of the classic ones with um Chris, uh, Christopher Reeve? No, that's no, the Henry Cavill one. Oh, 2013. Okay. Zack Snyder. Henry Cavill. Wonderful. Another movie I haven't seen. You <laughs> fucker. I'm gonna go lamppost on this one because I can't think of any other female characters in that movie. Well, I can think of Ma Kent, but I don't think she ever talks to Lois Lane. I think she does. I think she does, but I, I'm pretty sure that conversation would have been about Superman. Yeah. I mean, everything in that movie is about Superman. Right. Like, <laughs> nobody's nobody's like, this is good pie. What the hell is that? Like... <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's like some scene though where she's like at the like the Daily Bugle. No, is it the Daily Bugle, right? No, that's Spider-Man. No, that's Spider-Man. What's the what's the what's uh uh, uh the what's the Superman one? Where Daily Planet. Daily Planet. That's right. Uh, you got Daily. <laughs> right, right. It's it's a it's Daily something. The um, Christian Science Monitor. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> wondering if there's like a scene where she just like happens to talk to like a female coworker or something like that. Well, see, one of the things too that throws me about this is that I'm sure there are, there are a ton of characters in that movie who are characters that exist in comics and have a name. Right. And it's like, uh, hey, we didn't mention the name, but that's Lana Lang. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. and it's like, but they didn't actually get named in the movie, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I, I'm I I think I'm uh, I I don't think she really does. I don't think Lois Lane really does much in Man of Steel. To be completely honest, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lampos. All right, Noel. What's uh, what's your take on this one? <laughs> I don't fucking. <laughs> know. I don't know, man. I haven't seen any of these movies. Um, I, I'm gonna. I can go... guarantee that the, the last two you have seen. Oh, thank God. There's more. Um, I, I'll <laughs> say um, to defer to or to anti defer to Connor uh, the Bechtel. All right. Uh, this one actually is a lamp post. <laughs> so <a> bitch. Nice. <laughs> yes. That points to uh, Tom and Connor, and I believe it's uh, three points to Connor, two to Tom, and one to Noel right now. And we've All got right. two left. Already. Uh, up next, we have Titanic. Oh, oh boy. shit. God, it's been so long <laughs> since I've watched that movie. I actually yeah. haven't seen that movie <laughs> I, all the I way through. I might not have either, actually. I don't think I've seen the entire it. thing. Well, there's uh, definitely... Okay. Uh, Bechtel. I'm going to say better. I kind of think better. Well... I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about in the scenes when she's old and she has children. Do the children have Yes. Oh, That's what I'm thinking about, too. I never even I've, thought of that. I'm yeah. also trying to decide if, like, is the entirety of that flashback count as talking about uh, Jack? Uh, now we're getting like? into some weird meta <laughs> shit, though. I'm I'm still gonna say Bechtel. I I haven't I haven't seen this movie in about 15 years. I I got nowhere else to go. I I'm leaning I'm leaning towards better. Me too. Locking it in. Locking it in. Locking. What the hell? <laughs> well, it's Tom and Connor again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Connor going for a perfect game here. That's four four. I, I told you I watch a lot uh, of movies. <laughs> And uh, here's another one I can guarantee that you have all seen. Last one, Tom, with the chance to tie. Uh, it is Lord of the Rings, the entire trilogy. The whole thing. <laughs> Lamppost. Ooh. No, no, not Lamppost, because of the, um, um, the, the, the glowy elf. She was pretty important. It's, it's, uh, it's... It's it's Bechtel. 
I'm pretty sure it's Bechtel, because there, there's a lot of strong uh, female characters. I don't think they have a lot of screen time together, but you definitely can't replace them with Lampos, because remember, I am no man, and she stabs the Witch King. So, yeah, so that was... cannot be replaced with a lamppost. <laughs> just a lamppost falling over. Yeah. Well, that, I guess that's, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say Bechtel, because it doesn't pass the Bechtel test. I was thinking about which ones does it pass. Yeah, right. the, word, it, the wording but, of these right. these tests are, are yeah. very weird. Yeah, um, so, yeah I'll, say, I'll say Bechtel. It does not pass the Bechtel I wish test. I, didn't, I wish I didn't the... give you my, my reasoning, but... I, I, yeah, I mean, there, <laughs> I'm glad you did. There, there's, yeah, there's no way it's a lamppost, because... Um, who who's the glowy elf? Galadriel. 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 Yeah, she is. Th- that's that's some pretty prominent stuff already in and of that. And then you have um, Arwen. Uh, Steven hey, Ty- Steven Tyler's daughter, who is basically half of the movie of of the first one. And then you have um, yeah, but all of her scenes are fawning over Aragorn, um, and ex- with the exception of the scene where she saves Frodo. Yeah, I was going to say she helps rescue them, so that's got to be something. Uh, and then again, Eowyn. Uh, uh, Eowyn stabs the Witch King. Um, is but, is Eowyn the no um, conversations? The human one. Oh, it, it, well, it's she, only those three female characters in three right. movies. She she was my favorite. Hey, Rosie Cotton dancing. <laughs> yeah. And how many lines does Rosie Cotton get? None. That's <laughs> <laughs> a smile. Yeah. Uh, she, she smiles. Rosie Cotton, which might as well have been Sam in a wig. Right. Uh, and eventually. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the first movie she smiles at Sam in the last movie she holds a baby <laughs> yeah they skip their wedding they oh, only yeah. get to see her to say I do right <laughs> just straight to baby yep uh, um um yeah this, uh, this is ho- totally back to so yeah. so um uh, side note um what was oh the Balrog uh was that a woman no no how do you? How do you? Can you say that for sure? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Balrog lacks gender. Well, who? Who's you might. Say, you're probably right about that. Who's to say then? Um, yeah. uh, I think J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, you did read that backlog there. Um, I, I'm. I'm going to say Bechtel too. Congrats to everyone. You got it. And big congrats to Connor with a perfect score. That's impressive. Done. That's really impressive. Not only the perfect perfect game, the first perfect game of the regular season, but I'm pretty sure the first perfect game since this podcast has been out, right? Probably. Yeah, I can't think of another one. Guys, I think every game that the four of us have played together together have been perfect games. And we definitely did not have a perfect game (laughs) before that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All of them were uh, based on knowledge. None of those were guesses, too. Well, oh, oh, for for Connor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think Connor deserves a bonus point for getting all of them right. Aw. I, I like that. I will defer to you folks, but I will I will accept that bonus point. I just think uh, a perfect perfect round deserves some credit. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I like a bonus point on that. I do well, like that. I, yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna take two points. Do it. Hell yeah! Hooray! <laughs> Wow. All well, that's right. it, too. That's, uh, that, uh, that's that everything. Let's, uh, locks it up. Should we go on do some to quick f- ad reads? Fake ads, yeah. Yeah, do guys, it. do you know who really supports us in the making of the Never Games? Why, who is that, Tom? Well, I'll tell you. Today's episode of the Never Games has been brought to you by Whitting Manufacturing Company. Uh, is the year 1900? 
do you desperately need an overpriced butter knife? Which <laughs> would you like to have a naked lady carved into that knife? Do you not want anyone to ask why you want a naked lady carved into that knife? The clear choice is Whitney. Closed since 1924. <laughs> uh Today's episode is also brought to you by the Honda Fit. Uh, if you find yourself in need of transportation, but all you've got in your arsenal uh, is a naked lady whittling knife, you can trade that knife in for the exact price of a 2016 Honda Fit. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by hot dogs. Fill them with whatever you want. Cover them with whatever you want. They go good with everything from pasta to jalapenos. Hot dogs <laughs> will spice up any meal. Uh, throw them into a chili. Uh, cover them with cabbage. Do whatever you want. Hot dogs are the most versatile food out there. Get yours today at any grocery store. All right. This next sponsor um, wants for me to give y'all a scenario imagine this you have a pet elephant it's been reliable for all your years you've had him but you don't want him to spray you with water with his trunk the same trunk that he uses to spray peanuts into his mouth what do you do you go to trunk club that's right trunk club offers you replaceable trunks for your pet elephant at a very discounted price um trunk club now offers uh multicolored trunks you can get a polka dotted trunk you can get a, a gay pride trunk um any trunk that you want to have so turn that bunk trunk into a new trunk at trunk club i i want a pet elephant <laughs> <laughs> all right uh thank you so much for listening to the never games um we have uh actually a new announcement uh trevor we're on spotify now yes we are on anywhere that you can get podcasts and if there is somewhere you're trying to get podcasts and you can't get ours please let us know and we'll do what we need to to get it there Oh, I love it. And you can uh, let us know at hello at thenevergames.com. Also, if you have a game that you made and you would like for us to play it, uh, ship it on over. Also, if you have any other comments, complaints, recipes to share, feel free to send us a shout. We would love to hear from you. Seriously, we would love it. Um, we also have a website called The Never Games where you can find all the backlogs of our episodes and also some goodies and knickknacks along the way. Uh, Tom, did you have a plug that you wanted to do? Uh, yeah, so, uh, if you like booze, and also learning about stuff, uh, check out, uh, check out my graphic novel, The Liquor Cabinet, available at TomO'BrienComics.com. Awesome. Um, the, the music on the show has been created by us under the band name Good Dammit. Uh, Trevor and Connor have been working so hard at the strings, the bass, and the guitar. Um, I am on the drums, and, uh, Tom has been doing those sweet, smooth licks on the hammered dulcimer. Um, thank you once again for listening to the Never Games as we try to improve your boring, dull, gray life by adding in a dash of color known only as podcasts. My name has been and always will be Noel McGinnis. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. Uh, my name is Connor Provost. Good night, sweethearts. And you have just been listening to the Never Games. Do we play games? Almost, Almost never. never. This has been a Stickerbox Studios production. <laughs> it's, the, it's the fucking worst. I want, I want that to be. This
Bye.